Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Chalice and the Phallus podcast, brought to you by Preparation H. We'd tell you about it, but we don't know. We don't know anything about preparation. <laughs> Alrighty, folks. Uh, welcome back to the Chalice and the Phallus podcast, episode seven. I'm your host, Dan. Uh, with me, as always, are my co-hosts, Joe Elder. Say hi, Joe. Hey, hey, hey. Matthew Miller back after a week hiatus. How you doing, Matt? It was a wonderful hiatus. I am glad to be back to talk shit to your dumbass, Dan. Good to have you back. Not really, but uh, uh, Richie's in the booth, as always, making sure things, uh, making things happen. How's it going, Richie? Going good, Dan. Have a good Thanksgiving. Yeah, pretty good, pretty good. That's our be our cultural corner this right. week. Where's the cultural corner now? Where's our homework? Anywho, what? our we'll get to this. Uh, this is our homework because we're just going to talk about Thanksgiving. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Unless unless okay. Miller didn't do Thanksgiving. <laughs> Miller didn't do the homework. It almost did not happen. Okay, okay. We got to introduce our very special guest. Uh, with us this week is none other than uh, Noah Alex Culver or Alex Noah Culver. <laughs> Not sure which which is which. How's it going, Culver? Pretty good. How y'all doing? Good. Which which is it? Is it which is your first Noah. name, Alex? Or Noah. 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 Okay. Did you ever did you ever you go by Noah? My, my profile. Yeah, yeah it's, you're Noah Culver in, Noah. in the league. All right, glad to have Culver with us this week. Um, remember, folks, we're you're going to have to check the Twitter for uh, a lot of stuff related to this week's podcast. It's at Chalice Phallus. I think I said it wrong last week. It's not Chalice and Phallus. It's just what a at shock. Phallus. Yeah, I fucked that up. So um, check out the Twitter for awards and links and uh, general uh, league-related stuff, podcast-related stuff. Um, with us this week again is Culver. He's our featured player. Uh, we're gonna do a little overview on Culver's career with us as a fantasy player. Uh, Culver, so Culver joined us in 2015. Do I have that right? Yep, I believe so. Yeah, sounds right. Uh, Culver joined us in 2015. Uh, Miller, you said you got some stats pulled up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Culver joined us in 2015. Uh, he started off in our 12th. He was the expansion team member here. Uh, he finished in seventh place. Uh, then the following year, he followed that seventh place up with a second place finish. Oh, and then last year, yeah, he jumped. He had a huge jump there. And then I, didn't, I think I got. I think I got beat by less than a point championship against Luke. Uh, you were, you got beat by three points. You were correct. You got beat by three points that year. Close. Close. And then in 2017, he finished in fourth place. So Culver has, in his three years in the league, has been in the playoffs twice. And, uh, teetering on the brink of getting in or missing this year. That's, I didn't remember Culver being in the championship game, so he's. He's come in and done pretty well in the league. 
He upset so uh, in the year he so in 2016 when he finished in second. Uh, I had finished first in regular season. I was coming off my championship the year before, and in the semifinal, uh, Culver upset me 85 to 67. Wow. So we had we had we had a lot of scoring in that semifinal. Yeah, that sounds like a real Jesus Christ. Really... That's yeah. a micro. That's a micro penis game. Yeah, that was a very bad showing on my team on that week. Hey, look at this now. Fuck. Wait, what? Oh, it was Todd Gurley let me down that year. Yeah, that makes sense. Nice. Culver. What's up? Culver, how, how have you liked being in the league so far? How's it gone for you? It's a good time. I haven't came in last, so i happy. You haven't had to display the dildo. That's always a plus. That's right. Do you I'm doing uh, pretty bad this year though? I don't. Yeah. Don't make the playoffs. Do you feel safe from the dildo, or do you think you're it could end up in your hands? I feel pretty safe. Pretty uh, right. Hypothetically, if you did get it, would you would you follow the rules, or would you be a bitch like everybody else is? Nah, I'd follow <laughs> the rules. All right. I don't have that many people come over. <laughs> well, I guess your your sister and your nephews can. Be in a picture with it. And yeah, I'll pick it up when they come home. <laughs> All the rules completely. I like it. At least he's going to obey the rules. But, I, I mean, you fell from sixth place all the way to ninth place. Like, what the fuck happened to you, man? I don't know if it's – is AJ Green? I think he he's going back this week. But, yeah, he's he, been out. He promised yeah. he would play this week. So, maybe that will yeah. turn your team around a little bit. Yeah. You've got a good squad. I mean, you've got Goff and you got Zeke think, and Deion Lewis. I think I've lost three straight or something. You have lost three straight. You're averaging 105 points per week. If he if he wins this week, is he in, Miller? Or does he need a little no, other little help? help? Yeah, he needs I need help. Luke to lose. And you I, need a I few people need, to lose. I might need a few to lose, yeah. You need Garrett to lose. You need Andrew to lose. And you need Luke to lose to get back in it. And you need me to lose because we're playing each other. <laughs> nah. Let me win, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll just bench five guys. On. <laughs> yeah, Dan, yeah. you're you're used to losing. Yeah, you need a lot. You need you definitely need Luke to lose. Uh but you gotta have yeah, you really need all of them to lose because they've got quite a bit of points on you, man. What about Garrett? Garrett's got uh, – he's in front of him, 1,300 points. I actually think – is Culver behind me even in points? He is. Culver has – That's bullshit. Second, Culver has the second least points – or second uh, – yeah, he's right above Chip for least amount of points scored. So he's second to last. Nothing I can do about it. Just got to get that W and hope for the best. Right. So, are we the? Is this the only league you're in? Or are you in other too? I'm in four other leagues. Jesus! So, Holy so shit! <laughs> How so are you this, doing in those leagues? Uh, I think in two of them, I'm like in second place, and then the other, I think I'm gonna miss the playoffs in the other two. Well then, too bad, but not too great. Are they, you're, they, so you're in five they, leagues total? Or yeah. There's four total. Okay, I got you. 
Are they worth more money? Is that why you're paying more attention than ours? No, actually, I think uh, didn't we do a hundred this year? Yeah, yeah. I think all the other ones are either fifty or two or fifty. Does well, it do? Do any of your other leagues have constitutions, recaps, or podcasts? No, sometimes randomly a recap. Match. Nothing, nothing like this. This is the best <laughs> league by far. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, thanks. You, you don't I'm have sorry. to uh, pander to us. <laughs> no, I think it is. As long as I don't get the dress. <laughs> wow. Well. Um, oh, yeah, the dress. I'd, I'd wear it if I lost. That's a good sport. I mean, you get you and your new your new woman can go pick one out for you. I think she just she just told me that she would. She'd let me borrow one. You'd wear one of hers? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Chip might have stretched the other one out a little bit. We did buy <laughs> Joey, we did buy a stretchy dress for that simple fact. That's true. It was more anticipation of Dan having to wear it. That one that I the one that I wore that one time was pretty stretchy. I don't know what happened to it. I thought Nick had it. I think Nick it just lost got it. Nick lost it all. I wonder if Chip got his dry cleaned. No, uh, we washed it. Uh, he left it at the house. Oh, it's there? Yeah. Nice. It, it's probably got to go on me this year. We'll fit you. All right, Culver, you got anything else to tell us about yourself? No, nah, just quit talking about my sister. <laughs> Don't wait. You forgot about your sister? <laughs> yeah. So hey, quit talking about his sister. How, how are the SIRs doing, Culver? Are you still keeping the SIRs alive? Yeah, they're still alive, but there's I don't, I don't I think I'm the only kind of original member, maybe. Yeah, you. We picked, Aaron, we picked up Aaron Rhodes. You remember him? No, who is that? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Does he know his own person? Is? Oh, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so. Well. Is Preston not playing anymore? No, oh yeah, Preston is still playing. Tanner plays. Uh, Tanner. I'm not sure who else. Miller, you want to play? No, I'm <laughs> retired. All right. Just keep us alive, Culver. All right. Y'all need to move back to Bowling Green. Are you going to join the join back up at the club this year? No, nah, I doubt it. Maybe, though. Maybe, I might. Unreal. Classic Culver answer. It is classic. classic Culver answer. All right, Culver. Well, no, no, no. Hold on. Wait, 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 let's, wait. Can, let's talk about let's talk about the Luke and Culver matchup real quick uh, before Culver goes. And then you can go. So we are. Um, so this is. Yeah. Yeah. This is the recap. Uh, Luke versus Culver this week. Uh, Luke came out ahead, 125 points to 85. Uh, Culver, what are your thoughts on, on the matchup this week? What happened? Uh, what went wrong? What went right? I'm not real sure. Not much went <laughs> right, though. I thought I had a chance. It said I was like 50%. I checked and I got beat by 50. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it didn't, didn't too much into it. It didn't help that your one of your receivers only put up point eight points. Uh, Who was that? Scantez, whatever. Scan, yeah, Valdez, Valdez Scantling. Yeah. And Aaron Rodgers put up a dud for you there. He's had a rough couple of weeks for you, Valdez Scantling. All right, Culver, we'll let you go. 
All right. See you. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> Miller just threw Culver off the pod. I didn't throw him off the pod. <laughs> Culver's been trying to get off the pod since he started on the pod. <laughs> we weren't done talking about his matchup yet. <sighs> do we? we do we think we, we can, can still talk about it? Yeah, we can. We can still. Is, is Culver? Okay, is Culver gone? Or is he still down here? Hello. He's still in here, but his thing's muted, so he's oh. probably gonna listen. Okay, still yeah. he's still oh. here. <laughs> you you can mute your shit though. All right. He wants a behind the scenes look at what we do. Ezekiel Elliott showed up for Culver. I can tell you. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, he really didn't have much else. He didn't. He yeah. didn't. Uh, didn't leave anything on the bench. So, there's that? It is kind of looking like Culver might be in a uh, two horse race here with Joey for the. Or actually, they have back three horse race with Joey and. Yeah, Chip Culver's in free fall, and I was glad to see that someone has had less points than me through the year. Yeah. So he, I don't know how he managed to stay long, stay up there in the playoff contention as long as he did, but he just did. Got, just got favorable matchups in the beginning. Yeah. yeah. But this is there is a uh, award for this matchup, Joe. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, I hope you can add like auto tune or something, Richie. <laughs> bum 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 bum. bum. Culver, 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 can't you see? All that coke affects your peen. And I just love your powdered ways. Guess that's why they're huge and you're small, Wang. <laughs> oh, shit. Perfect. That was, to, that was to the tune of Notorious B.I.G.'s Hypnotize. What is, what's Culver's award? <laughs> that's micropenis. Oh, Culver. Damn. Culver got the micro peen with all, with eighty five. I mean, that's Culver's got a big micro peen. <laughs> I mean, compared usually, to other micro peens, but yeah, he, it's usually less. Micro peen's a micro peen this week. Yes, sir. Sorry, oh. the song didn't have micro penis in it. It had small wang. <sighs> yeah, I thought you were just just shitting on him. Uh, let's see. And sorry, Culver, that was that was the old you. Crickets. Uh... <laughs> All right, let's move on to Joe and Yates. Joe, what the fuck happened, man? It's just another day in the life, man. Just another day in the life. Have you? Have you? Are you contemplating quitting the league, or are you just kind of, you know, resigned to the fact that you're going to probably win the dildo? Uh, your, recent, I mean, your recent name change seems to indicate that. Is that what you're going <laughs> yeah, eleven inch deal, Joe, is basically means I'm resigned to the fact that I'm in the running for the dress and the dildo. Um, my mean, team, it's just got no spark left. Well, uh, Christian McCaffrey tried to give you a spark with 41 points this week. That's true. He's he's been awesome, but that's it, and that's why I'd want to trade him for all the first round picks I can get. But why'd you start? Uh, Kiki over uh, Moore. I am curious on that one. Kiki I mean, Kuti or whatever over D Moore. I mean, he was projected to do better. Even after Moore had 28 points the week before, and he's been on the upswing. He didn't. Ha- didn't he have a bad? Oh, uh, no. He had 20- I was thinking of the week before that. 
It was like three tenths of a point difference in the projection. Nine point, <laughs> yeah. I, kind of a toss I, up. I don't think it would have mattered. No, even I mean, if I it wouldn't played have an optimal, optimal yeah, lineup. You would have lost either way, but I was just curious on that, on that uh, take on why you started Kiki Kuti over. I just more. I thought he'd be a target monster. I see that when you're you... uh, ride or dying with uh, oh, Lamar. Yeah, well, not anymore. He's benched this week. But speaking of QT, uh, you saw what Demarius Thomas did that game. I kind of thought that that's the game that QT could have. Yeah, no, Dem- Demarius had a big game for sure. Yeah, so I right? expected that number two slot to be QT. <laughs> so we also have to talk about the Kenyon Drake revenge factor on this one too. Oh yeah, twenty four points on you when he hasn't done that <laughs> shit all year. <laughs> yeah, he's he's been behind Frank Gore all year, and then Yates plays yeah. me. He gets he in. A, I don't even know if Yates has really played him that much. He had his big. That was his biggest week of the year. He had a twenty-two point week in week eight against Houston, and then a twenty-one point week in week five against Cincinnati. Yeah, Besides I don't, that, I, I don't I mean, know when yeah. we may, even made the trade. Yeah, he. But he definitely came back and said, "Fuck you!" And yeah, good for Yates because what Jimmy Graham is not on my team anymore. It's, Broke his pussy ass hand, so I guess. Joe, when did when did you pick up Uzoma? Last week, because Jimmy Graham got hurt. But what, uh, is, that, is that somebody you're wanting, Dan? Is CJ Uzoma? No, I just I was kind of like, what happened that you have to start Uzoma? I'm thinking about dropping him if you want him, but I don't the, need what? him. I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want him. I was just commentating. The the one the one silver lining in my. Um, stay at the bottom of the league is that if I do get the dildo, I vow to show everybody how to properly rep the dildo. Oh, oh that's very valiant. To, uh... <laughs> I'm just going to like follow the rules for the first time ever to set the precedent for everybody else. That's so, that. who's not, wait, who's not following the rules other than Nick? Everyone that's Chip. had it. Chip yeah, has the Chip's- same pictures. Oh, Chip's yeah, I mean, picture. yeah, we we called out Nick and said, well, we haven't been saying anything till now, but now that we're saying something, let's start doing it. Nick refused to, and then now Chip's not doing it. So it's just continuing. Damn, Joe, you had you had Yates with Gurley on a bye, and Yates still put up a price. I know, because look put, at Kenyon, Kenyon Drake, man. Kenyon Drake was the different, well, yeah, Kenyon there, Drake was the there was. Let's see. There was a point, like, as the day was going on, me and Yates were neck and neck, and I was still projected to to at least be close or win. And then, like, in a span of a minute and a half, three of his players scored touchdowns and just blew the game open. The other one that's been a good pickup for Yates was picking up Philadelphia's uh, running by Josh Adams. Oh, yeah. Dan, Dan, where did he play college football at? Let's see if Dan knows. Josh Adams? I don't know. He played at Notre Dame, Dan. Dan, you had to know that there would only be one answer to that with Miller asking you the question. I figured that was the an- I figured that was the answer, but I genuinely didn't know. This shows you how much Dan truly cares about Notre Dame. Yeah. Fair, fair weather. Basically, you are. Anyways, uh, let's see here. Jared Cook, who has league herpes and has been passed around multiple times, got him 10 points. Uh, Breda keeps 
chugging along with double digit points. He's been Tyler, good Tyler, for him lately. Tyler Boyd with the eighteen points. Yeah, he's been Tyler Boyd's been pretty decent this year. He's he's been their number one receiver. He's outscored yeah. AJ Green this year. Yeah, I was gonna say I was I was wondering if he'll regress any with AJ coming back this week. I mean, I don't know. He, he might see. he might have the better rapport with the backup quarterback since uh, Dalton's yeah. out for the year with Driscoll. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Jameis, famous Jameis, with a come from the dead game and putting up his biggest game of the year too. Well, second biggest game of the year. Yeah. So, well, well what do you guys think? Buzzsaw. Yeah, I don't, it's whatever. I'm not going to make the playoffs, but <laughs> hopefully, I can stay out of the dildo. Do y'all think I should um, switch to Rivers or keep rolling with Lamar Jackson? Do you, is he is he gonna pop or? Man, I should switch to Rivers. I think switch you should roll with Lamar. Ride or die. He's my he's my dude. I think I'm gonna get yeah, a Lamar jersey for Christmas. You gotta ride or die with your man. That purple and black think, is pretty sick. And he and he's here's the thing. He's playing indoors against Atlanta, who's got a weak defense. Yeah. I think yeah. I think you roll with with uh, Lamar here rather Give than Philip River, rather than Philip Rivers going across country to a potential yeah. snowstorm slash rainstorm. Yeah. Okay, Lamar's back in my lineup. I didn't need much convincing because I love him. There you go. I'd run. I would also run out a uh, Allen Robinson in your flex over Josh Reynolds. Uh, I don't know about Allen Robinson with the backup still playing. Oh, wait, you got Josh Gordon, too. I'd actually run Josh Gordon out. That game's going to be a high-scoring game between Minnesota and New England. Well, is Xavier Rhodes coming back? He'll probably be shadowing Josh Gordon. He's, gonna, he's not going to I mean, shadow Josh Gordon because they have Edelman, too. He'll, he'll, he'll stay on our side. Does he play in the slot? I think he's a mixture of a – He's like a hybrid corner, I think. I'm not exactly sure on him, but I don't it seems think he's like shadow. And it, it doesn't make sense for him to shadow Gordon. But it seems like the Reynolds guys had a, every time he's gotten to play, he plays well. He gets a touchdown. That's true. That is true. I don't know. It's still up in the air. You did convince me to put Lamar Jackson in. I'm still, I, I'm still juggling my wide receivers. I, I want you to beat Luke this week. This is why I'm helping. He's I, I, after Luke's shit talking last week. I, I want Luke you're scared. To you're scared. I'm not scared. I want Luke. You know what? I want Luke first round of playoffs. But so, I'd also like to watch him lose and bitch about not being in the playoffs. Like, oh, I would have beat you, Miller. If I was in the playoffs. Well, tough shit, Luke. You weren't in the playoffs. That's what I want to say. All right. I don't know what to do anymore, but we'll Anyhow, see. Anyhow. All right, let's move on to the next matchup. What's the next matchup on the list? Next Dan. matchup is me versus Nick. So tell us, Dan, how does it feel to upset the biggest asshole in the league, Nick? Feels pretty good. I, I'm going to sound like I'm full of shit, but I kind of I kind of felt a win coming on or an upset. Especially after your after you all's uh, tiff earlier. In our, in our <laughs> I mean, yeah. that was well. I was well on my way by then. Nick Nick had a shitty Thursday. He had like four players combined <laughs> for thirty points just on Thursday, I think, uh, on Thanksgiving. So I was feeling good going into Sunday. Uh, had uh, had a little boost from Eckler. Thank you. You're Mark. welcome for that. Yeah, you're welcome for that one. I literally yeah. I have held on to his ass the entire year. 
And <laughs> when when Le'Veon so, I mean, basically became official. He wasn't. I tried to pick up other tight ends and pick up whatever because I didn't think Eckler was going to play because he kind of died off. And then, of mm-hmm. course, now he's the starting running back. Yeah, he's the starting running back. I've done that twice with Marlon Mack and Eckler. Did somebody say Eckler? Yeah, and also. Old Dan Johnson had a team, S U C K Y. And on this team, he had some shit. S-U-C-K-Y, with a poo-poo here and a poo-poo there. Here a poo, there a poo, everywhere a poo-poo. Old Dan Johnson had a team. S-U-C-K-Y. Old Dan Johnson. How many verses is this? (laughs) I've got one more verse. Oh, boy. Old Dan Johnson made a move. L-U-C-K-Y. And the move he made was Eckler. L-U-C-K-Y. With some points here and some points there. Here a point, there a point. Everywhere some more points. Old Dan Johnson got the win. L-U-C-K-Y. Bravo. Congratulations on picking up Eckler. You got the Manager of the Week award for that. Also, Thank you for for attributing it to luck. <laughs> I'd, also, I'd also like to point out that I had dropped Sterling Shepard earlier this year. Dana's managed yeah. to pick him up. And I traded Dan, his best player, last year, and Adam Thielen, who was his keeper. So, Dan, you're welcome for basically making part of your team. Dan, you're Miller's your own, beat team. That's your own fault, Miller, that you made the Thielen trade. That clearly not, came out on top of that. Who did I get out of that trade? I, mean, I forgot who I got. Shit. Obviously, <laughs> you obviously lost that work, It did not work out for me in that one, apparently. So I tried to get I tried to get cute this week. I mean, I had obviously had a lot of uh, running back turmoil. Oh, and but, uh, you also I, have Gio Bernard, in, who I dropped. I was stuck in Gio <laughs> Bernard. <laughs> I got you. Literally got four people. I have one point owned. It was between uh, Bernard and Frank Gore. I figured Frank Gore, Frank Gore gets like six points a week pretty much consistently. So I thought maybe Gio – I took a gamble and thought maybe Gio would get – might have a chance to get a little more than six points. He didn't, but – didn't, <laughs> He, he didn't missed out. out on that one. Turns uh, out it didn't matter. It did not yeah, matter. All the, other, all the other moves didn't matter. The move was Eckler. Eckler and Eric Ebron. Ebron had a nineteen point game for you. Oh, yeah, it was. Uh, this was uh, Ebron versus Doyle. And now Doyle Doyle's out for the rest of the year. Doyle's out. Lacerated yeah. kidney or something like that. So you now have a starting tight end, which is hard to find. Man, congratulations, Dan. Do we? Do we dare Thank say you. Dan is everything's going to crumble Dan's way this week, and he's going to make the playoff? Crumble Dan's way. I don't. I don't think I can, Miller. I mean, I have to outscore Luke by 120 points or something like that. Well, I mean, Avery Luke's, could lose. Avery, I can't catch Avery. Avery, Avery has six wins. If Avery loses and I win, I'm, I've still only got well, five. I'm saying, I'm, I just, oh, okay. You're yeah. five, well, I'm, not in, I'm not in the five and seven category or whatever. But you can still make the buy from the phallus. Yeah, you can still make seventh or eighth. Yeah. That's what I'm going for. Yeah, I'm feeling. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good with uh, Culver on the. Culver seems to be trending down, but I don't know. You know, he might come back this week. We don't know. Yeah. Although I mean, I I mean, 
I feel pretty good about my team seems to be it's back to maximum. I just got off a bunch of buys. Hunt was on a buy this week. I, yeah, I also beat I also beat Nick without my best uh without my best play. player. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. Um and look at Dak Prescott. I made fun of you last week for him and look at that shit. He's on your yeah, bench burning it up. Yeah, I should have played. Oh, and we've got to give Got to give credit to uh, Nick for not playing uh, Baker Mayfield or uh, Emmanuel Sanders, Sanders Nick's or Ridley. Yeah, Nick's if he quarterback played, played them. He could have won. Nick's quarterback roulette. If, he, if Nick was looking at uh, Ridley's stats last time that he played New Orleans, he looked their ass up then too. But I guess Nick didn't do that. Jeez, doesn't that guy look at trends? You think he would as much as shit as he talks? What an idiot! Yeah. Fucking moron. God. Is he still in first? Nope. Yates is back in first. Followed by Nick and then Burden, myself. Speaking of myself, I think I'm the next matchup we need to discuss. Unfortunately. Miller versus Andrew. <sighs> yeah. Another bad beat by for me. This time, Corey Davis having his third best game of the year against me. Scoring 21 points to lead Andrew to a Monday night. What can you do there? Victory. I mean, nothing I can do. Yeah, it happens. Luckily, I've already got my playoff spot locked up. But it doesn't help that Jordan Howard had basically disappeared from the Bears' offense and becoming irrelevant going 3-7-2 yeah. his last three games. What are you going to do at the running back position? Uh, I don't know. It's tough for me to decide because I picked up Sproles and then I Got uh, I picked up the other backup running back to Eckler, who uh, showed out pretty well. Oh yeah, he got he did, he had like sixty yards or something, right? Yeah, on like five carries or six carries. So I'm kind of tempted to start him, and then I've got the backup Indianapolis too, um, who'll be in that committee uh, with oh, the Hines the since Mac Hines? may not. Did yeah. you get Hines? Or I got, no, I got Wilkins. I picked up Wilkins. Okay. He's the rookie. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's the rookie. He's so, rookie. That's t- that's a lot of uh, crapshoots. It really is. The, and I may just end up running out Howard just for some fact that Howard yeah. is the goal line back. If he gets the touchdowns, then it's a it's a decent week. Right. I mean, it's just touchdown reliant. But Justin Jackson, I mean, he did I mean, he put 57 yards on seven carries last week. So I might run him out there. I don't know. It just depends. <sighs> yeah, it's tough. Not having end up not having Levy on that kind of hurt me, but nothing I can do about it at this point. <clears throat> you made the playoffs, so yeah, yeah. made the playoffs. Can't bet you that much? No, I'm not, I mean I'm not. It just it hurts a little bit. Kind of Andrew, down. Andrew's team's looking pretty strong heading towards the playoffs. He is. He may give that, uh, Luke. He may give Luke a little bit of run. Well, Andrew needs to win, and Luke needs to lose it because Luke's got way too many points. Yeah. To, but Andrew's just got to hope uh, Wentz bounces back. He's had a couple of bad weeks. Yeah. Uh, Wentz, uh, I mean, yeah, that was a bad week against the Giants. I feel He's like been... with the way our league scores, you need a twenty, at least 25-plus quarterback scoring. Yeah. The last two weeks have yeah. not been pretty. 0. 0.84 and then 15 points for yeah. Wentz. Uh, let's see. Who is Andrew going to his bench? Yeah, Andrew doesn't have anybody on the bench. So, yeah, Saquon leading the way for him once again of 29. 
Saquon's been a beast. Saquon's a monster. He may be the number one pick next year for sure. And I think Saquon did all that pretty much in the first half. Yeah. I mean, there wasn't really anything in the second half at all. Uh, I mean, that was on 13. He did, he got, he rushed for 101 yards on 13 attempts. Yeah. That's also a problem going forward for Andrew. If, if Mac is really hurt, that's going to be tough for him to, does he doesn't really have another running back? He's got, I think he's in the concussion protocol. So he's got Aaron Jones. He can he put needs. Aaron Jones. Yeah, he can put Aaron Jones oh, yeah. running back. He's got Cooks. And too. He, he can put... throw in a wide receiver at the flex. Yeah. 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 I guess he's probably safe then. He's safe. It's just it'll be tough for him. The running I mean, yeah. I think relying on Corey you can't rely on Corey Davis to put up what he did this week, obviously. Yeah, and and Sanu is up and down. Yeah. Um so Sanu got all of his on like one play too. He had like Andrew's, a fifty yard reception. So Andrew might be teetering. I don't think he's teetering. I sh- I think he needs he needs Luke to lose for sure. Yeah, done, uh, done. But I don't know if he's going to win this week. Who's Andrew got this week? Damn, Jacksonville put up zero points against. Got zero points for him against fucking Buffalo. Jacksonville's <laughs> terrible. They just quit on their coach. They're Andrew's done. got Andrew's got Chip, the resurgent Chip. Like, well, can Chip put string together two good weeks in a row? That's a great question. We'll find out. All right, uh, let's move on. Actually, Joey, this has a Joey. This has an award. Actually, take that back. Uh, man. You okay. Get a song so, for this one? didn't get a song for this one. Hmm. Of course, you didn't give me a song. I'm hurt. I started. I started to try to do one with "Welcome to the Jungle," but I didn't get very far. And then 8:30 got here. <laughs> Sorry, Miller and Andrew, but ba bum ba ba Congratulations on winning the sword fight of the week. Andrew yeah. and Miller. I've been on losing end of two sword fights of the week. Doesn't bode well for me or say good things about me. It means you're you battle, Miller. What did your I've text say? I've what did your text say? You're you're I've, over there not bitching and just battling. Exactly. Third most points in the league, and I've got the third most points to work against. What what was that fucking list every, you said? Every week's said, a fucking week. I've lost Back. my first. I've lost my first round pick. I've lost my fifth <laughs> round pick, and I lost my backup tight end. I'm not and over I here lost, bitching. I'm just I over lost, here battling. I also lost my starting receiver, Cooper Cup, too. I, I just lost. love. I just. Your, I just love that you put in your tight backup tight end. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he was my original tight end. Delaney Walker week one, and then I picked up, you know, went through OJ Howard. He, he decided to break his foot, so yeah, it's just a matter of time before uh, my current tight end breaks something. I feel for your losses, Miller. You've had it I, tough. Yeah, we feel don't. really, we feel really sorry. For you. I'm gonna win this fucking championship, and you're gonna be pissed. I love it. You got too many holes on your roster. They'll, they'll come together. We will gel for this playoff run. I can feel it. They should have pep talk from old Miller. All right. That's enough of that. Next <laughs> next matchup on the docket is Chip versus Avery. Uh, this, is the first, this is the first I've looked at this matchup, but we, fuck, we talk every week about Chip playing a player that puts up zero points. He did play a player that put up zero points, and he still put up 139. <laughs> he he almost got the he almost got the B doc. He lost. 
He lost out on Big Dick of the Week by like less he really than a did point. put a player in that had zero points. Holy shit. I don't understand how Chip can go from scoring 53 points last week to 140 points this week. It just is it's called, um, it's called Amari Cooper putting up 37 points. Sony Michelle yeah. coming back from injury, putting up 21 points. Dalvin Cook is back. Dalvin Cook put up 15. New Orleans defense somehow finding their way from last year and putting up 15 points. I mean, he just had, I mean, he had two people put up. And look. He had two people put up 2.5 points. <laughs> and he still yeah. beat Avery. He by left Kyle points. Rudolph on the bench. He could have done even better if he played him over Ben Watson. Yeah. Man. So, I, I mean, he just, his team just erupted. Avery left some points on the bench on Demarius Thomas and Doug Martin, which you can't really predict Doug Martin to do much since he plays for Oakland. Uh, James Connor came back to earth to be James Connor, which I, I think hope he we doesn't. can just call it a bad week rather than back to earth. I think he's back to earth. I think he's done being. <laughs> you think he's finally done? Last two weeks, seven point nine points and nine point five points. Do you think, at, do you think he was Avery at Jacksonville knows. last week and he was at Denver this week? So, I mean, he's got the Chargers this week. He's got a tough schedule ahead. Mm-hmm. Minus Oakland. Do you think do Avery we, knows he's got an empty roster slot? I feel like last time I looked at his team, he had an empty roster slot. We, oh, I'm sure he does. He's got, he might have a pending waiver pickup of somebody who got dropped. Yeah. Avery, if you're listening to this, you've got an empty roster slot. Good looking out, Dan. Talk, yeah. Let's talk about also another first-round bust in David Johnson. He hasn't done anything this year. For, well, actually, before yeah, this week, he's had two good weeks in a row. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, overall. Yeah, 33 entire, a couple he, weeks. For, for a first-round pick, you expect him to have yeah, more, than six, yeah. you know, more than 700 I mean, yards rushing and six touchdowns. That whole team, the Cardinals, has been a tire fire. Yeah. Fucking Larry Fitzgerald. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. Avery of, plays two Cardinals. Yeah. I mean, Larry at least got double digits this week, but fuck Larry. I'm so angry. Wasted my fucking second round pick on him. You picked him second round? I took Larry in the second round. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, <laughs> Rich, you might want to like redact that or edit that out so Dan's stupidity hey, isn't Larry, on the show. Larry, Larry had a good season last year <laughs> on the fucking Cardinals, but he just he's it was a different coach and different quarterback. quarterback. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I know. I'm well aware of it now. <laughs> oh, shit. so. Who's, who does Avery play next week? Is he? Gonna, oh, we'll get to that. Hold on. We'll, t- we'll talk about that. We'll talk oh, okay. about that okay. in a second. Let's finish it. We got one more matchup. We got Garrett and Adam left. Where Garrett yes. came out and his team just like dominated. Yeah. Juju Garrett, putting up Garrett 34. Leonard Fournette putting up 24, but uh, then he also got suspended as well. So he's out for this week. Yeah. Uh, right when guy, Garrett needs to battle. The guy who he's been wanting to drop in Russell Wilson, guy with 28 points. I, yeah, I don't understand why he is OBJYN needs a quarterback, and he's been begging for a quarterback all year because Russell Wilson has been good since. Yeah, I mean, he's been good. Russell, yeah, for a while. 
Week so five. Been better, yeah. He's been better than Tom Brady. He's he's if like you look, if like you if you take points. out week four, he's been a good like he's been awesome pretty much all I, year. I should I should have said yes to me dropping Trubisky and him dropping Russell Wilson, right? So that he would just like not even be relevant. But I mean, this is giving him a little bit of hope here. Yeah, you know, he was he was bitching about his draft spot. At least he'll move up in the draft spot. Hopefully, you know he gets one of those buys and moves up, and then he can't yeah. bitch much more. Hey, this team's better than mine. Uh, did you, did you see that? Uh, the big play for Smith Schuster. He had like a ninety-seven yard touchdown. No, I didn't see that. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. But, it looked oh, like oh, did he get most of his points on one play then? Well, he had like he had 13 receptions. He yeah. had 189 yards, 13 receptions, and one touchdown. So he had a good week. Well, half of those, that, half of those are one play. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so let's talk about something else here. Fucking Adam picks up your discarded cousins. Picks up 36 <laughs> points for Adam. Yeah, Adam's got to be the quarterback whisperer. I mean, he's got he's had Mahomes all season, and we know what he's been doing. And then he picks up. Someone from the discard pile who he puts in puts up 36 points. What the fuck? Fuck Kirk Cousins' junky ass. <laughs> <laughs> he also did. He, he put up a he, – he try, Adam tried to come back with uh, Lamar Miller having that 97-yard touchdown run. I uh, know. That was awesome. We put Garrett on upset alert when that happened. Yeah. But Adam Probably. Also, yeah, I mean, that, that, he had a shot. I mean. That was impressive for 160 I yard mean, rushing. If the Texans would have played Lamar Miller more, he barely played after that. Yeah, Alfred Blue had more carries than Lamar Miller that game. Did he really? I didn't yeah. know that. That's funny. Uh, but, um, Adam yeah. also lost uh, Melvin Gordon for a few weeks with an MCL sprain. Right. Do we think that uh, if Adam, because Adam's not going unless Adam wins this week somehow, and I. Uh, Unless Adam, if Adam wins, all right, we'll talk about it in a second. But Melvin Gordon being out for the playoffs, we think that's going to affect. Adam yeah, at all. that's that was besides Mahomes. Melvin Gordon was his other big, big player. Does, did he pick up another running back this week? I don't think so, because he doesn't have anything on the bench. He's got Adrian Peterson. He's got, yeah, he's got AP on the bench. Oh no, he doesn't. He's got AP starting the starting lineup this week. But okay. uh, yeah, yeah. So it's it's AP and Melvin Gordon, which AP so. has fall, fallen off big time, right? Yeah, yeah. He's he put up like five points last week. So since oh, computer, what the hell is that? Uh, he had a big week in week eleven against Houston for seventeen points, but uh, big week eight. He's been. Yeah, it looks like he's, he's hit or miss. Yeah, but see, they, but here's the thing with them now with no more Alex Smith. Teams are yeah, just they gonna, can key on yeah, Adrian, yeah. Because I don't think I don't think they're gonna be scared of a uh, old Colt McCoy here. Oh, Adam, you had a good season. But as long I mean, as he's got, you can't count him out as long as he's got Mahomes. No, that's true. Because no, re- remember true. last week he beat me with just Mahomes and one other player. Yeah, yeah so I mean, it's yeah. I I think it's it's gonna hurt him in the playoffs, but. I I don't at least I don't think Mahomes I think Mahomes teams are going to start catching on maybe at the end of the year when they start oh, playing better teams and whatnot. What's what Adams really got a battle is his crippling AIDS. 
How is I, I was with him this week. He didn't talk about his age this, this week. He did look pale though. He did look pale in the face. And was a little kind sickly. Of, a little sickly. He kind of was moping around a little bit. Yeah. Uh, did you but, did yeah. you swap any bodily fluids with him, Miller? Did not. <laughs> I've I made that's sure good, to that's avoid a good that. that's a good plan. I avoided that at all costs. Y'all didn't become Smart. blood brothers or anything? No, 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 no. Or butt didn't buddies. No. Well, we got to keep an eye out for Adam. Do, I don't know what. I guess if something happens to him, Wes can just step into his spot. We'll have to. That is true. Uh, I did. Uh, he did say that when he died, he'd let me have his bourbon collection that he's got off. So he he was talking about his death. So it might be imminent. <laughs> At least he's getting his affairs in order. We're praying for you, Adam. We Hang are in there, buddy. Thoughts and prayers. Hey. That was week 12's matchup roundup for everyone. Uh, we're going to. That, oh, that was a long one. We need to discuss our wait, week. Wait, 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 wait. Whoa, wait, 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 wait. We didn't give Garrett his award. Oh, yes. Don't slight Garrett of his award. Bum, 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 bum. Where is this shit? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been good. That would have been a good one for a micro penis award. Where is, <laughs> Where is this shit? Uh, okay, this is to the tune of a whole new world. <clears throat> a great big cock. Amount of <laughs> amount of points he never knew. But when he scores way up there, it's crystal clear. Garrett's got a great big cock to view. <laughs> that was beautiful. <laughs> Way to go, Garrett. Oh, big, di- big dick on campus. Oh, all right. Well, that was a beautiful rendition from Joey there. Uh, <laughs> bravo on that. This is going to uh, be mortifying when I hear the <laughs> podcast back. <laughs> uh, but let's... Uh, let's discuss our week 13 matchups in the playoffs and standings at this point. Who's Luke play? Luke really? plays Joe. And he is yeah. right now projected to lose to Joey. I'm playing Switch. spoiler. Wait, let me adjust my lineup and put. There, there is a potential for spots 6 through 12 to end up with the same record of 5 and 8. Yeah. So. That's. I don't think that's ever happened. I think it'll be the first time that points actually came into play in the term playoff spots and fouls both spots. Yeah, that is not the first time, Miller. It happens every year. Not <laughs> six teams. Not half the league to have the same. Okay, not record. not that many teams. No, but yeah. Yeah. Well, so me and Luke's matchup. I can basically play spoiler for Luke to make the playoffs because I cannot make the playoffs. I can't make up the points. And I that think I, true statement. some stuff has to happen for me to even make the buy, the phallus buy. Let's see. You've got to have Dan lose, Culver lose, Garrett lose, Andrew lose. So you, we, you need to have. We, we're, Culver and I are playing each other, so we can't both lose. Okay. I just, I just need Dan. Dan to yeah. win. You need Dan to win, and you need. Uh, but I need to outscore Garrett. Yeah. By so many points. Or if Garrett and Andrew lose, 
but then Culver and Dan would still be in front of me, right? No, well, I don't no, know. Andrew, like, Andrew's got Chip so, this week. So. Yeah, so Andrew plays Chip this week, which Chip's not going to catch anybody. Right. But And so he could beat. Know. You're not that far off points on Andrew. You're My only, mind's in a pretzel. I just need to get the W and hope for the best. Yeah, you're only, you only have to outscore Andrew by 44 points to jump him. 44 There's, points. He's at thirteen thirty nine. You're at twelve ninety five. I know. Just that's a lot when you say it. Forty four. You have one of those weeks where you drop one hundred fifty. He drops a hundred. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. It? Yeah. Stay that's in. very. It's very Just, doable. I mean, I would. I yeah. would have to be. I'd have to put up one hundred and twenty points and have all the dominoes fall in a good place for me to do anything. Well, no, just to get in the playoffs. But you can. You're you're actually I mean, uh, for a good position for a buy. The phallus buy. Yeah. And you can you can spoil Culver's chances at the playoffs. That's I don't true. think I don't think Garrett's going to upset uh, Yates this week. Especially if he since he doesn't have Fournette. He's starring someone. He's starring like the thirtieth running back from Baltimore this week in Edwards as his No, Edwards has been good since Lamar started. He's been their starter. Well I'm just saying he's been like he's like their four he's like the four string running back. Oh like, yeah, like they have eight running backs yeah. on their roster. Yes. That's what I was getting. And he's the one no one um, knew his name until last week. It, and he's also starting Theo Riddick too. God bless Theo Riddick's still in the league. Uh so, Dan loves Theo Riddick. Do not besmirch he went, his name. He went to Notre Dame. That's why. I was gonna say. Do you know? You know where he went? <laughs> Wait, I've got a quiz for you, Miller. <laughs> <laughs> he went to Notre Dame. The quiz where the uh, answer is always Notre Dame. <laughs> that's a new segment. Another big matchup. That can... So uh, Adam plays Avery. If Adam upsets Avery. Then Luke has the potential if Luke can win to move up to fifth and play me in the first round of playoffs. That's the matchup that we want to see. Oh God, it'd be so great. We can bring Luke back on the pod for that, so we can just go at each other. And by the way, I offered Luke very fair trades at the time. I offered him Cooper Cup was in the trade. I offered him. Let's see who else I had. Uh, Cooper Cup was in the trade. I offered him Jordan Howard at the time was doing well. Um, we'll see who else. The only people I said he couldn't have was Edelman, uh, Le'Veon, Kamara, and T.Y. Actually, I take it back. It was T.Y. <laughs> that was in the trade, not Cooper Cup. Cooper, I said he couldn't have, but T.Y. was in the trade. So his bullshit from last week's pod saying that I'd offered bad trades was just that bullshit. So go fuck okay. yourself, Luke. We'll have Luke on in the future to respond to that now. Maybe we'll actually get both of you on at the same time. And you can just hash this out on the air. Jeez, if the pod without if if the pod where Miller and Luke weren't on at the same time was like three and a half hours, I don't know how long the one will be with both of them there. <laughs> yeah. It'll be a good pod. But anyway, so uh yeah, there's I me mean, six spots up for taken for at least, you know, a couple teams. Yeah. Good Garrett, luck. Good luck Garrett to everybody who's still in the running. Yeah, Garrett, Andrew, and Luke. I think I'm rooting for Garrett to to break through. Garrett's Hell, never made the playoffs. If Avery has a bad week and Andrew has a big week, he can might sneak in over Avery. Yeah. 
So the question is, what is Andrew going to do? Andrew's playing uh, Chip. Chip. I mean, we said last week that Avery had it easy against Chip, and then Chip came out of nowhere. Is is Chip going to do that twice in a row? I don't think so. Wait, let me look at his... This is looking like a 85-point week for Chip. 85. You heard it. I think he gets... You know what? I think Chip puts up 120 in upsets. Ooh. Andrew. Ooh, Andrew still has Marlon Mack in. Yeah. Andrew. Uh, it's not even, Yeah. I think... I think... Dalvin Cook has a big game against New England. I think Amari has a big game again. Uh, New Orleans on Thursday tomorrow. Oh, I didn't realize oh, that shit. Andrew picked up Hines. And Chip, yeah, he bought me from Hines. The chip is starting New Orleans defense against Amari, so he's got a uh, God he's, there. Oh, he's got insurance on himself. <laughs> at, least he, at least he did put it in Kyle Rudolph. Yeah, you know where, you uh, know where Kyle Rudolph went to college, Miller? <laughs> <laughs> Notre Dame. Yep. Do you know anybody else that didn't go to college in Notre Dame that plays NFL football, Dan? <laughs> Do you realize what the question you just asked? Yes, I know. I was thinking, <laughs> that was a really Do I know anybody question. in the NFL that didn't go to Notre Dame? I <laughs> like I. Uh, you know, pretty much anybody, Miller. There you go. Most of them. Glad you know that. Oh, God. <laughs> We've already <laughs> killed Richie. I'm dead. I've killed, I've killed <laughs> myself. My brain cells are fried. Here's a question. What what school did half of the Chalice and the Phallus podcast hosts suck out of? <laughs> you know that? Notre Dame. Notre Dame. <laughs> I didn't know you went to Notre Dame, Richie. Yeah, for a bit. You didn't know that? Oh, I didn't know that. I just knew Dan went there and just banged swamp dogs for a living. <laughs> that's what he majored in, yeah. That's where, that's where I learned the term swamp donk for good reason. <laughs> uh, Golly. Dick deep. All right. Well, that was All a right. recap. That was looking forward. Oh, hold on. Recently proposed amendments from Garrett and Nick. Oh, that might have been left over. Did we? We, but we haven't probably discussed it at all. No, we haven't. No, uh, I like what? I like Nick's. I've been trying to get draft picks. I guess just forever. Give a brief, like what? What? What did they propose? Garrett proposed right, so that. Garrett- Garrett proposed that we do a basically a randomization of our draft order uh, because he feels that it's unfair to people who finish in last that they're not able to draft the first couple people in the draft, such as uh, Todd Gurley, Le'Veon Bell, uh, whoever else is, Antonio Christian Brown, McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey, whoever else. He wants a fair crack at them. And my rebuttal to that is, Learn how to fucking draft a team and move up to, to the uh, top tier like everybody else has throughout the years. No, my rebuttal there, to that, my rebuttal to that is your reward for doing well or having a good team is a big fucking check. You get a bunch of money for it. You don't. You it's, that's too much reward for for. Did you not? Place. Did you not pay attention to my stat name that I sent in the group chat? He never saw it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Miller. You never saw it. Let me find that again. But, uh, but hold maybe, on. Maybe it. you can send that to Richie to tweet out the, again. the Excel spreadsheet. I kind of yeah. liked Yates's um, uh, addendum to Garrett's idea to where the first round plays out how you finished and then the rest of the draft is based on the random draw. So you're saying like the I don't get the first round. The first round is based on finish, and then we draw, we draw, and then that order sets the rest of the draft. Oh, you're saying okay. That'd be too confusing. So since since we started the league, Dane, in 2012. I don't like that. What? Oh, the the is too confusing. So since we have started the league since 2012, Dan, two or more teams have made the playoffs from the bottom tier the previous year. So in like 2013, Yates and Adam finished second and third when they finished last in seventh place in 2012. In 2014, Are you saying that like that's that's a good thing. Two teams, three teams in 2014 made the playoffs when they finished dead last in 2013. 2015, I won the league. You came in second. We didn't make the playoffs in 2014. These are some Four. weak stats. Weak stats, Miller. Weak stats that proves the point that it doesn't matter where you doesn't. draft that. Yeah, he's saying at least every year, two to three teams will jump from out of the playoffs to the playoffs. That's what it's I'm getting the, at. So it doesn't matter where you draft that. It's I mean, not that, that compelling. That's, that's not that's, very compelling to me. Why? Well, okay. That's half, half of the playoff. That's, yeah. That, and the other thing is, that means half, half the teams reshuffle every year. That, that's uh, that, that, your that, you could say half that half is half are still in that half the half of the teams well, are like perennial fucking playoff institutions. Well, I mean, it, this year I didn't even matter. Like this year, I didn't have my first round pick. I made the playoffs. What I mean, what it doesn't matter? I lost two of the top five picks. That's what I'm getting at. Your draft doesn't matter as much as people put on it. I think like a full a full mix up would be would be more compelling, which we haven't really had. So if we have a full, so what happens then when we have a full I, mix up? In we the top we probably well we probably should have done a whole new thing whenever the new people join the draft. Like we should yeah. have mixed it up there. Yeah, absolutely. So maybe we can vote. We can vote maybe to start over with the same rules. You know, do yeah. Yeah, from Garrett's perspective, if, he's never – he's always – He's always he started at the bottom. Team. Yeah. I understand where Garrett's coming from. But he gets but back to I'll, that pick I'll, too I'll at the bottom. Also, I also understand where – why we do what we do. So – but I, I'd be interested in maybe – in some kind of thing to shake if, it up. But I, I don't, I don't, think, I don't do, think we should do that every year. If we do do something along these lines, I don't think we do just a randomization. Like he's wanting, like auto pick randomization by Yahoo. We do I think a beer we do, pong tournament. We do we do something like that, like a beer pong tournament or <laughs> something. Garrett doesn't that, drink. Well, we can do something that involves him that can be worth it. Like we all get together one day in the yeah, summer at some point. It's something. Well, something, something to stupid. Think about. Yeah, but also. Um, the people, the people who are at the top, I mean, don't they, do they usually have like a strong keeper? Yes. That's the other thing is the keeper. A bad keeper I mean, that's the only reason affect the that's, team too. That's the only reason I'm 
even after finishing in fourth place this year because I was able to, I drafted Kamara in the 12th round last year. Yeah. I mean, he was my keeper. So I've never had to, a good keeper. And ever since we've done keepers, my team has sucked. So, I mean, you got, it's, there's pros and cons to everything. Yeah. It's something when that. Start, when did we start doing keepers? Uh, we've done keepers since like maybe the first year or two. No, I think it was a long I think we, I think we we did it the year before we went to twelve. So I think we did like two thousand eleven or what, or two thousand fourteen, thirteen or fourteen. Yeah, yeah. Because it was the year. I think it was the year before we added two because there because when Garrett and Culver joined, they're like, well, what about us? We don't keepers. Like you just get that draft pick that we don't get. I think that's what it was. Anyway, okay. the, the other one, so the other amendment that was proposed was proposed by Nick, which I've been a proponent for forever, and that's being allowed to trade draft picks, which I think if you're able to trade draft picks, you'll get a lot more trades done with stubborn people like Luke, with yeah. stubborn people like Dan and Andrew or whatever. But then you also have people who will trade away their draft picks and end up with like and only having eighth round draft picks next year. Also the the draft picks thing could really help someone in like Garrett's position who thinks he never picks at the beginning. Right. He could like, stock Yeah, he could stockpile. I, I like that one as long as it doesn't get too crazy and we can keep up with it and it makes sense. I yeah. I like that one. Yeah, what so the downside the downside of that is that some idiot, somebody makes some really stupid trades, and then one person ends up with like four first round draft picks, and then everything's fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yes, you have that, but then that means that person just tanked the previous year and donated their hundred dollars. Wait, what? You're saying if someone ends up with four, 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 uh, four first round draft picks. Then that screws everything then up. The, then the well, next then year, the they, previous year, they've what they've done. Well, I'm saying is like that year, they've basically said, "Fuck it, I'm not going to win anything. I'm going to drag my team off and just donate my hundred dollars and win the phallus. But I'm going to have four first round picks somehow. While those other I mean, teams, which that, that's well, going to happen, that could that could happen to anybody whose team's sucking. But yeah, but then that person set up for ne- the next year ready to rock and roll, whereas the other teams who gave up those first round draft picks aren't. So there's pros and cons to making those trades. Do you want to? Are you? Do you yeah. want to win? Do you want to win that year, or do you want to lose that year badly enough to where you get acquire picks to make your next year? better and go for the win the next year. I'm just saying people are going to throw a fit if somebody has like a whole bunch of picks in the first, if, if, if whatever, however that shakes out, if somebody has a whole bunch of picks in the first couple. Well, then if they agree to, they agree to the rule, then they have no standing. We need a a trial run. We need We we just, it just needs to be thought out. It needs to be like a probationary. Like you almost have you can't you can't acquire more than two first round draft picks or you can't acquire more than two picks per round. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So people like Dan don't bitch about 
Yeah, that's what that's what I was saying is there just needs to be some well thought out rules that just so it doesn't become some stupid free for all. So that so like no one like a like a chip or you sell off your team or, or whatever. Damn. Yeah. So like Chip sells off Dalvin Cook for a fresh round pick to like say me or whatever for next year. Or no, I mean not even that. Like sells off I don't know, Sony Michelle and Dalvin Cook to me for a first round pick and some random player next year or whatever. I think that, that has a potential to get real. It's just you it, when it comes down to problems of regulating what does a what does a player's value in the overall thing mean to everyone else? You kind of see what I'm saying? So like Dalvin Cook chip draft, I think, in the first round this year. So obviously he's been hurt all year and played like a first round pick and say he wants a first-round pick for him, but he also wants you know a first-round pick for Sonny Michelle or second-round pick for Sonny Michelle, who's played like that, even though he's been hurt as well, but he can be a keeper for somebody. You're getting into a lot of weed when you try to regulate it a lot. Basically, it just needs to come down to being you can only have so many picks in one round, and that is that. Yeah. That needs to be part of it, but still. And I'm, we can't, I'm intrigued. And the, and the other thing is, you can't bitch about someone tanking and trading people off to someone else. Like I couldn't bitch about, say, Chip or that's Joey really or that's really trading. only happened. That's really only happened once, and I think it was you and Wes Miller. You made some super fucking shady. Do you remember <laughs> that caused fucking <laughs> mayhem. You're the only one who's <laughs> shady enough to do shit like that. <laughs> Well, Wes was easy to take advantage because that that was shady because there was no benefit for anybody but the person. No, it was Miller. they like openly admitted well, that Wes was, was just like fuck it. Wes but just like did it turn out to work out for Wes too? It tur- yeah, what even was though that? it wasn't meant to. <laughs> I was gonna say, wasn't Josh Gordon you- in the trade? No, I don't think I've ever had Josh Gordon. Didn't y'all block it? Was or that the whole- T.Y. Hilton? Ah, maybe I it was T.Y. I don't know. Uh, but that's what I'm saying. Like, we can't, if we do the draft picks thing, you can't get pissed at the person and say, like, Yates trades away his first round pick next year to chip for Dalvin Cook and makes his team basically unbeatable. I can't get pissed about that. You know, like, you can't bitch. I mean, yes, we can bitch about it, but I mean, you can't stop it. Yeah. Don't tell me. Don't tell me I can't get pissed about it. I'm already pissed. No, about you it. can get pissed. I'm saying you can't <laughs> stop it. That'd be really great if pissed Chip about it right now. trade Dalvin Cook for Yates' first round pick. Because I can see someone like Chip trading away half his team for for picks for next year. I mean, that would be a good idea for Chip. Yeah. I would love to trade Ooh, McCaffrey yeah. and Hopkins for some but pick. I think these. The, I, I think what we do though is we push these up two. The these two almost go hand in hand because it changes it if, like, oh yeah, you know, One, like Yates, both of, Yates both first round pick. Yeah. No, right? both of them should ha- should happen together. Otherwise, like Yates, you know, whoever or whoever's like point. looking if looking he, like they're gonna draft in like the first five, then you know their first round pick picks are worth even more. more. But yeah. yeah, I like that. You're you're kind of. <laughs> putting a little risk to it i like that actually so you like that you could be trading it for like a really late first round pick based on a draw yeah i will not draw but like a whatever whatever we we figure out 
Yes. But I do like the idea that, like, you know, you could, so like, Chip could trade Dalvin Cook, but the pick that he gets in return could be that 12th round pick for all he knows. Yeah. He doesn't know what pick he's getting. 12th, 12th, not the round, but the. Well, yeah, yeah, 12th, 12th spot. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a good point on that. Interesting. Joe is Joe's mooing. <laughs> if I, if I, if we had the pick trades, I would like to know where I think the pick would end up before uh, I made the trade. Oh, see, that's, yeah, that's going. That would, no, I'm saying I I'm saying it's would, better. I'm saying it's better. I know you what don't. you're saying. I'm saying how I would want it to be. Right. I think you'll limit the amount of picks that are trade because people are scared that they don't know what pick that they'll be getting. North Carolina's getting their ass kicked. Yeah, they are. Uh, also, are they Michigan. So, those will be interesting to debate at next year's draft. Yeah. All right. Once again, let's or all up until the then. draft and then try to make sure. <laughs> oh, this is what I was going to say. I was going to say we move, I was going to propose that we move up the trade deadline. Oh, for, yeah, yeah. I'm, a, I'm in favor trade. of that. So uh, then that way, yeah. So, like, instead of it being whenever it is currently, you move it up to, like, say, week six or what? week seven. I feel like the trade, I want it to be later. Well, I was the saying opposite. you move it up. Well, I was no. This is this is what this is what I was getting at. If you move it up sooner, then people have to make a decision whether or not they're going to trade yeah, draft but our, picks. Our trade deadline is already too early. I just think it makes people. I think it makes people think more if they're going to tank or if they're going maybe, to go for it. Maybe we have separate trade deadlines for picks and players. You don't know whether you're going to tank or go for it in fucking week six, Miller. Are you kidding me? You have a good idea of where you're at, week six or seven. No, no you I don't. Think, I think Kohler we need to move. was like fucking top of the league in week six. And I think we need to move the trade deadline back. back to like week 10 or something. Man, yeah. got really fired up just then. <sighs> that was a bad take, Miller. I need, I needed something to wake me up. Okay. All right, let's move on. Like Move on to the to the good part. The Chalice and the Phallus podcast is brought to you by Wednesday of the following week, if you're lucky. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's our ad. Okay. Moving on to the non-league segment of the podcast. Um, our homework this week, uh, it was Thanksgiving week, so we didn't, we didn't traditionally do... Uh, a movie as we've been doing so uh we're gonna have a general thanksgiving discussion how everyone's thanksgiving went what you did what you didn't do and so on and so forth everybody have a good thanksgiving how'd it go oh good stuff oh uh, it's wonderful mine was a lot of traveling seeing a lot of people but it you was overall a good places? thanksgiving yeah we we started off in louisville um then we went to bowling green and then we went to Lebanon, and then we were back in Franklin by Sunday night. We left early Thursday morning, and we're back, went to all those places, and then we're back Sunday night at our house. Sounds a lot of traveling. It sounds miserable. Yeah, with a toddler. Yeah. It was a good time. Yeah, we got to see a lot of family that we hadn't seen in a while. Amelia got to see everybody, and it was good. I enjoyed it. 
Miller, what'd you do? Where'd you go? Uh, we stayed in Bowling Green. I just went over to my sister's house. Uh, watched the Bears win. Chase Daniels at quarterback. Uh, so that started off the day great. And I was pretty already pretty buzzed at the point when we ate. So yeah, uh, it was a good day overall. Neato. I went to I went to my aunt's in Hendersonville. It was fun. I pretty much had the whole most of the family was there and had a pretty good size get together. Uh, yeah. My cousin showed me this drinking game where you, uh, you hammer a nail into a stump. You like, I, I think, I think some of y'all have said you'd heard of this before, but like you toss a hammer up in the air and catch it and hammer a nail into a stump. How you didn't hit your head with a hammer. Yeah, is like, that's, that's the most amazing. You're the most uncoordinated motherfucker I know. And you didn't hurt yourself doing this, so well, he must did, not did you? Did you hurt yourself? I was doing not. This? I did not hurt myself, but uh, I was not good at it. Like, I don't think I. I don't think I could do it reasonably well sober. I, I you know, it. It took a long time, but when you add drinking to it, it makes it even harder. I I vote to never allow that to any of our drinking competition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone might end up in the ER. I'm about to allow it as long as I hit dead Dan in the head. Uh, okay, I take it back. I don't want to play that with me. It sounds like it could, it's like it could end in the dead people. Richie, Richie tell, us, tell us about your Thanksgiving. You did something unique. Yeah, so uh, I flew out to Boston to see Mr. Spangler. We had a good time there. Um, I got to do a whole bunch of different stuff while I was out there. Saw downtown Boston, got to see... Uh, some of the sites, hung out with him, flew his drone a bit. Uh, what else did we do? We went out clubbing. I found a sleeping guy. Uh, texted the, <laughs> the crew yeah. about that. I'll, I'll maybe tweet a picture of him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Are you it was sure like he was this... sleeping? Well, did you check his pulse? <laughs> he did disappear, uh, though it's possible medics dragged him off. So, yeah, it's a good point. <laughs> um, disappeared to the morgue. They disappeared him. How how was the weather up in Boston? Was it freezing the whole time? Oh, you know, when I first got there, it was 16 feels like zero. So uh, <laughs> that was pretty brutal. But it got warmer pretty much every day I was there until it yeah. was like 40 or 50 outside. That wasn't a big deal. But uh, how many different how many different jackets did you t- take? I just took my big heavy Blade Runner one, but Andy had some. Uh, some stuff of his own, including like a vest under jacket thing that I wore, uh, that was, he- that was very hot on its own. Like it was very good at heating and you could even plug in a USB power pack to it and it would heat you. Oh, it was, it so was literally he- too warm. Like, is he a jacket connoisseur as well? Uh, he had a bunch, but I don't think they were really connoisseur jackets. They were just, uh, they were more utility focused. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, Richie, your jacket elitism is shown. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very, there's very jacket snob of it's you. It's about the only had elitism I have. Jackets. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so you went to visit Andy. Did y'all have like a traditional Thanksgiving meal and everything? No, he didn't. His uh, his Albanian girlfriend provided us with an Albanian food feast, which was which was good and unique and all. But I, I did miss out on the uh, one of my favorite feasts of the year. So. I think uh, yeah, I'm that... going to really pile it on this Christmas. But, did your uh, mom save you some leftovers or anything? I didn't ask. That's a good question. 
I don't really want to drive to Bowling Green this weekend. I'm all traveled out. All right. That's, well, it, I hope the Albanian feast was good. It was good. Yeah. No, I mean, it was it was good stuff and unique. And also, uh, also uh, uh, this part's part of my shoot I bought this week. I got some cannoli. I thought I'd talk about that. But uh, we did sledding. Uh, we had all sorts of fun stuff. So it was a good Thanksgiving. But good was, to hear. It was packed. Like uh, I heard my cousin was in town for one of those days. He was there Monday. And uh, and still, yeah, I didn't get to see um, Caitlin and Jed. I, I, we were we were doing shit like constantly. We were packed with activity. Yeah, they were busy. They were busy too. I, I, they spent most of the week in uh, Vermont. Oh yeah, yeah. We drove up to uh, a state up. Uh, I don't remember which way, but we went up north to go sledding. Oh, neato. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, mm-hmm. so moving on. Uh, moving on to uh, fan boats thing he bought this week, or thing that you bought ever. <laughs> Was it this week you bought it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought I'd just talk about the uh, recent yeah. thing, which was uh, cannoli. We got some cannoli from Mike's Pastry. Um, I work at On Track, and uh, one of my one of the guys I work there work with there, Pete, uh, is from Boston, and so I asked him, "Oh, what should I check out?" And one of the things he told me that stuck with me because I love food is uh, Mike's pastry. Uh, he says it's like super famous Boston cannoli. So I had to go check that out. So I went down to Mike's pastry. He said, sometimes they're lined up the street. Like you'll have to wait in line for like an hour. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to do that. Hmm. But it's, uh, it's in the Italian district. It's actually on the freedom trail. You can see where they marked it with the uh, bricks. So that was neat. So I got to walk part of the freedom trail when we were walking around downtown Boston, got to find Mike's Pastry, and the place was pretty packed inside, but I uh, didn't have to wait too long, and uh, got some cannoli. I'm not, I don't know a lot about cannoli, but it was good. It was definitely really good. So uh, that was what I bought this week. If you're ever in Boston, <sighs> get you some Mike's Pastry cannoli. They had like twenty. What is a cannoli? Of- it's like a, it's like a cream filled pastry thing yeah yeah it's a uh, ricotta cheese or something like that i think they called it ricotta uh so the traditional one is yeah like a crusty pastry shell around ricotta maybe some chocolate on it but they had that they had like a strawberry flavored one they had a tiramisu flavored one they had like 30 different flavors up on the wall you could pick from they had ones with chocolate chips i went with the traditional one just because i wanted to see you know, I don't know much about cannoli. I just wanted a cannoli, cannoli. So, um, but they have all sorts of flavors, and uh, yeah, and they had all sorts of other pastries too. But I, it's my understanding they're famous for the cannoli. Hmm. Neato. So neato burrito. They are like small uh, oh, burritos. Did you bring us any cannolis back to eat? I don't know how to take food on a plane. I wanted to. I would have picked up a dozen and brought them home and given you none of them. Uh, I would have eaten all the cannoli greedily, but uh, you motherfucker! You, yeah, you know it. Did you have any? Um, did you have any Boston clam chowder while you were up there? I I did. I had. I went to a place, Luke's, Luke's something. It was in the downtown area, pretty near the Tesla dealership. We went in the Tesla dealership, and Andy immediately said that I was looking to buy a Tesla, so I had to put on the uh, act. He does shit like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, uh, Luke's, 
something, Luke's Lobster Shack or something like that, and I uh, had a lobster roll of the official, the real New England lobster fresh off the boat and uh, had clam chowder as a side, and uh, it was definitely good, good stuff. Expensive. Do you have any orange dry while you were up there? I don't know what that is, so I'm going to say no. <laughs> orange dry is it's a soft that you can only get up in, in that area. Really? No, it's I, really good. I was unaware of that. No. Okay, so moving on to Culture Corner. What? I didn't have any weed either. I hear they legalized that recently. It was like just the other day. It was like the day. It was uh, might have been like the day before you went up there. Yeah. I, I think Imagine how many more cannolis you could have eaten. Uh, no. Should have <laughs> blown the whole rest of the weekend off, focused entirely on weed and cannolis. <laughs> Next time. Okay, this week's culture corner. Um, Joe, do you want to start us off with your your culture corner this week? Yeah, I'll go ahead and start. Um, my culture corner is SpongeBob SquarePants. Uh, the reason I picked that is because the creator of SpongeBob, Stephen Hill- Hillenberg, he just uh, passed away yesterday, and he was only like 57 years old. Uh, I think he had like ALS, and um, it just kind of when I heard about that, it just had a flood of nostalgia thinking of all the SpongeBob I used to watch. Uh, I, I used to love that show, um, back when it premiered, I think I was like 11 or 12 years old. Uh, did you guys yeah. used to watch SpongeBob? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. SpongeBob was, was a solid show back in the day. I'll, I mean, it's, I think it's still going, right? I don't know if they're even, yeah, yeah I think it, it is still, it's still going on. It's so it's been going for 20 years now. <laughs> Yeah, that's got to be one of the more long-running ones of all cartoons. Yeah, I think I think Richie and I went to go see. We were like, I mean, we were teenagers, I think, but we went to go see uh, the SpongeBob movie in theaters. Oh yeah, David Hasselhoff. Oh man. Oh yeah. The end credits to that was uh, Ocean Man by Ween. I should talk about Ween for one of my culture corners. Anytime I bring up Ween, no one else has ever heard of them. I mean, you've probably heard stuff by them, but. That's one of their more famous bits, but apparently Ween, uh, they have a song dancing in the show tonight, and someone said that part of that was an inspiration for Steven Hillenburg, for the uh, character, the voice or something like that of Spongebob, and, oh. uh, or maybe it was the voice actor, but either Wait. way, it was that connection. Which, that must be how Ween got into the movie. Right, that's why Which they came from the end credits. Uh... The song "Dancing in the Show Tonight" predates the show, so. Or at least I mean, you all said you all saw that movie when you were a lot older, but I mean that was a show that had something for kids and older kids and adults. Like I feel like you could you can enjoy it at pretty much any age. Yeah, yeah, it's it's got some smart jokes in it. Yeah, and where would we be in our memes without SpongeBob and? There's a lot of cultural resonance there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Rip uh, Steven Hillenberg. R.I.P. F. Yeah. Okay, so uh, my culture corner this week is Tomb Raider because I've been playing the new Tomb Raider game and I just watched the new Tomb Raider movie. Tom Brady. Uh, I didn't know there was a new Tomb Raider movie. Yeah, they. it's with... Uh, Wait, Vikander? What? Alicia Vikander? 
Yes, Is yes. She she's the new Tomb Raider. She's the new Tomb Raider. Um, the new Tomb Raider movies. It's not great. It's not bad. It's just it's just so so. Now is this the first in a new series of movies? Is it associated oh, directly sure. with the games or what? Uh it's theoretically it's based on the the first reboot game okay. from I don't I was like twenty fourteen it came out or something. Um the first reboot game is really good. Uh, they Yeah. You know, the the games had the games had kind of gotten they'd kind of gone to shit over the years and they what i guess four years ago they decided to reboot everything and kind of tell an origin story and it was it was really well like the story was really well done as well as all the other bullshit i mean usually i don't even remember the i don't even remember the old i used to play the games when i was a kid and i don't even remember them having much of a story so to speak you just kind of run around and kill things and raid tombs but um yeah they actually did a good job on the story so the the movie was kind of uh it was kind of based on that first reboot game that they did and they just they changed a lot though they didn't need to change a lot they changed a lot of the story uh her dad is still alive for some reason which tomb raider tomb raider is kind of like batman here her uh her parents are always dead and they've been she dead needs dead parents she needs dead parents as part of her origin story. Does every game make us watch her make us watch her parents die? It doesn't have <laughs> no. the Uncle Ben problem. <laughs> yeah. No. But yeah, anyways, the the new games are good. The new movie is not that good. That's that's with, all I've got. With great titties comes great video game sales. Yeah. Does she still have yeah, good titties? New- the new the new games in the new movie are not about huge tits for sure. They've they've shrunken the tits. Shrunken my interest. <laughs> shrunken titties comes shrunken dicks. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. It's just That's like I've got on it Tomb makes Raider. sense, but Tomb it's just like too visual. Go see it for the story. Richie. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what I What's write your down. Culture corner? Uh, you put down gold, golden you eye. Golden oh eye. yeah, golden eye. So uh, we all we all love golden eye. This is uh, when I was over at Andy. Andy and I both have uh, w- one of our major pieces of media that we've bonded on is golden eye. Um, golden eye, the character Boris Grishenko from Golden Eye, who is not someone anyone should want to emulate for any reason, as nonetheless uh, the inspiration for me getting into computers. Uh, he's, he's the reason I majored in computer science that I have a Reddit bot that I have personal computer projects and that I'm the guy producing the pod today. So we have Goldeneye to thank for that. Uh, thanks. Yeah. Boris. So Andy and I watched Goldeneye, sh- uh, over the, over the break. We, when I was in Boston and we, uh, showed his, uh, his girlfriend, we initiated her into it. We had to stop and explain things. I, I just, uh, I love that movie. It was probably the first James Bond I seriously watched. Uh, and Pierce Brosnan will always be the pinnacle James Bond for me. And I understand how people are going to say Sean Connery was, you know, the original and can't be surpassed. And I understand that. I'm just saying, for me, Pierce Brosnan in Goldeneye Pierce. represents the James Bondness to the maximum extent. And, uh, I don't know. Just thought I'd give that movie a shout out for my culture corner. It is on 
uh, Amazon Prime presently and Hulu. You could watch it on either one. So you, no reason not that, to fire it up. You know, I, um, I like Pierce Brosnan and all, but so your feelings about him as James Bond weren't diminished at all by oh, yeah. all the other James oh, Bond movies he made that don't were get terrible. Me they, they decline in quality. And, and no, absolutely, I would consider some of the scenes in Die Another Day to be among the worst that the entire Bond franchise has to offer. And I, I understand, Andrew, but, but Goldeneye... Is that so the, I, I'd is say Die Another Day the last one he did? It's the last one, yeah. I think. The last, the last movie he made is, in my opinion, the worst James Bond ever made by a large margin. It, I can respect close. that opinion. Definitely, yeah, up, I, definitely up there. So is that who's it? What's the girl in that one? Was that Halle it's Berry? Berry. It's Halle That's Berry. Halle Berry. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, and the girl from Gone Girl is in. The, the Rosamund Pike. Yeah, yeah, Rosamund Pike. She must have been young in that. Yeah. They really um the the. Invisible Car was probably would have been the shark jumping moment, but it wasn't. The shark jump was when he was parasailing, surfing on a wave as a satellite shot a solar beam to break an iceberg or some shit like that. It was all bad. But, you know, Goldeneye, I think, is perfect. Tomorrow Never Dies is good, is maybe even great. Uh, What's what's the one where he's in a submarine? You only no wait. The world is not enough. World, world is not enough. I like that movie. The world is not movie. enough. Yeah. In fact, yeah, definitely good. World is just world is not enough would have been okay, except for the girl in that one was it's terrible. Uh, what's her name as a as a oh god I can't think of her name. Um, as a nuclear scientist, she's like a oh yeah before before the before that she was like a just a model. Well, you know, and they, the they girl, brought her in to be a nuclear scientist, and she she couldn't even pronounce half of her own dialogue. <laughs> well, you know, the, <laughs> Natalia Semyonova in Goldeneye was played by a Russian pop star. She was literally like uh, Britney Spears isn't right, but like like a celebrity idol pop star. And uh, she did a good job, though. She did a great job, yeah. So, but it's interesting how, like, you think of her as just oh, she's an actress or something. It's like, no, if you were from Russia, you'd think of her entirely. Her source of fame would be an entirely different uh, thing. So, I always thought that was neat trivia. Denise Richards, that was her name. Yeah. Some terrible. Her name's her first name's Christmas and Christmas, yeah. Some terrible line about Christmas coming. Christmas only came once a year. <laughs> so bad, yeah. But there was a lot of parts of that oh, movie yeah. that I liked, and I and I tend to think of it in terms of those. Die another day. I cannot grant the same favor. It was a movie I walked out of, but that was unrelated to the movie. You did? Yeah, you were there. <laughs> I think. Why did you walk out? Because it was bad. No, some girl was bitching uh i said something to christian villareal he was there I, I i talked to him not during the movie this was literally during the the opening trailers before the movie and she turned around and gave me this nasty look and she might have told me to shut up or something like that and i'm like literally taking it back i'm like what the fuck is this i don't think i even said anything to her let alone cursed but you know i'm just like what are you complaining about? These are the trailers. This isn't even the movie yet. 
And uh, then she gets up and leaves, and she brings an usher down, and I could see her on the side talking to him and pointing at me. And it just pissed me off so much, I couldn't stand being in that theater anymore. I just left. <laughs> and they didn't do anything, and they didn't kick me out. But I, uh, yeah, I just, I, I couldn't concentrate on the movie. I couldn't stand to be near this person. So I just had to leave. I called my parents. That was good anger management. Yeah, I called my dad from a payphone. And I guess, God, what year was this? Yeah, I don't know. I think it was from 1985. Payphone. I don't think I had a cell phone at the time, and I and I waited for them to pick me up, and it literally took like an hour. Anyway, it just I, I was <sighs> was there. I'm like, uh, after about 30 minutes, I'd cooled down, and I'm like, fuck, I wish I hadn't walked out. <laughs> well, it sounds like it didn't help that you were there with Christian. Redacted. Yeah, yeah, it was all it was all a big movie. Now oh. we were there, Richie. Richie, go back, go back and edit out the redacted that I just said for Christian's privacy. Oh yeah, <laughs> we don't want to spread that around. Oh man, we need an ad plug with. Uh, oh yeah, we need him. an ad ad for Christian oh. redacted Bill Reel's, uh YouTube channel. Uh, I'm writing that down. <sighs> okay, Miller. What was Miller? What's your culture corner? Um, so mine is The Last Kingdom. It is a series on Netflix. It's a British series based off Bernard Cornwell's The Saxon Stories. So basically there is a, um, it started on BBC for a couple of seasons and then Netflix has picked it up. It's based off like the Danes invading uh, England, which is at the time England is divided into multiple little countries or whatever. And this one, the main character is born an English person, but his uh, he was born and he's royalty, and uh, his uncle basically kills his dad while he's like being baptized as kid or whatever. Is so, it is it supposed to be a true story or no? It's it's fictional. Story? It's fictional. Okay. Um, but like the kid, like the priest sends the kid off to be raised by Danes that already live. Vikings are already living on in English territory peacefully or whatever. And he's raised by them, but he's really English royalty or Lord. And he ends up becoming like the most feared uh, warrior for the English against Danes. But he's really, he finds himself being a Dane too. So it's kind of, it's like, it's good for the action, but there's actually like the whole plot itself is actually really good. The, the conflict between the main character and like his brother who he sees like his it's not really his brother. He's a Saxon and the, or I mean, a Dane. And the sister that is raised with him in captivity, she is um, considered a Saxon, but the Dane, whatever. It's a long story, but it's really good. Watch it. It's on Netflix. You'll get into it's it. It's on Netflix? Yeah. It's called what the, the fuck Last is wrong? Kingdom. My Netflix has the worst. I haven't seen this suggested to me. Like, it's a Netflix, like Netflix made it. Is this that is, right? Yeah, it's a Netflix series. Yeah. My Netflix has terrible suggestions, probably because I watch really shitty movies on Netflix. There's three <laughs> series. Uh, the first two se- or the fir- there's three seasons. The first two seasons have, I think, each eight, eight episodes, and this last one has ten. Um, but yeah, they're about an hour long each, and it's it's really good. The fact if you like, you kind of like that history kind of stuff when it comes to it, and medieval um, kind of way of life and how people 
uh, were treated and raised and how, you know, uh, God was a big role in the Saxons' way of life and how all the gods were a big role in Danes and how they clash and just everything about it. It's really good. Hmm. It's one of Aaron's. It's actually, it's also, I mean, it's one of Aaron's favorite shows too on Netflix as well. So. I trust her taste more than yours. So. Probably a good call on that. Except she likes the taste of Miller. Ooh. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of tr- not trying not to think about your parents having had sex, <laughs> I think even, even less about Miller having sex with anyone. Sure. <sighs> Dan, Dan, Dan. Anyways, let's move on. I'm Does fighting. Miller give a fuck? Yes or no? In parentheses. <laughs> thank God. Thank, thank God somebody included that in our uh, planning materials. Um, Joe, do you want? I, I don't. I, I I'm phoning mine in this week. Joe, All right, so Joe. You want to start us off? All right, Miller. I've got two. The first one is uh, the preview for the new live action Lion King just came out um, on Thanksgiving Day. I think. Uh, do you give a fuck? Yeah, man. Lion King was a staple of the childhood. Gotta yeah, love so, it. So did you see the new the new preview? Yeah. It looked uh it was like a scene for scene recreation of the original. The original, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I I think it's gonna be but, good. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. It's it had it had some lines from James Earl Jones. I like I wonder yeah, if he I mean, actually He's in it's it. It's the same lines from the old movie though. I wonder yeah, if he actually he, he's actually in it, I think. He's in it. I don't know if they yeah. had to re-record his lines for here, but he's in it. But, but it's it's even, funny to me that they brought him back to say the same things that they already have a recording. <laughs> it's well, just a recording either way. It's a recording of him saying them. The visuals were even the same. Yeah, same is yeah. But don't they have to like same. kind of like don't they try to manipulate the mouse like from the story? Yeah, like, they probably. Like they're trying yeah. to manipulate the way he says it, says it to the way. Yeah, they great. probably did. They probably did motion capture. Is yeah, what you're saying. like they do. Yeah, the, they actually film on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And try to animate it based on that. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. they did that because they because they're calling it a fucking they're calling it a live action movie. Yeah, it's, where it's yeah. got to be mostly CGI. 100% in, yeah, it's 100 percent animated. Yeah, but it it's there's a lot of like uh, good voices attached, like Donald Glover and Beyonce and. James Earl Jones, Billy Eichner, who, Seth Rogen, Seth Rogen, Billy, Billy Eichner, and Seth Rogen are Timon and Pumbaa, which I yeah. think is pretty, pretty good. Sounds like pretty good casting. Yeah, and of course so, Donald so. Donald Glover's awesome. So yeah, he's gonna be Simba. So yeah, that's that it's, looks pretty good. I'm pretty uh, pumped. Eric Andre is one of the uh, hyenas. Yeah, he's right? one of the hyenas. Yeah, <laughs> oh, Eric Andre is awesome. I fucking love Eric yeah. Andre. <laughs> So I'm yeah. pumped for that. That's next July. Um, my other does Miller give a fuck. Uh, I saw trending on Twitter the other day. There was this study that basically said dogs aren't special. Do you give a fuck? Yeah. So whoever has that trending can go fuck themselves. The dogs are the best thing ever. Yeah. Basically, as humans as humans, we don't deserve it because they would do anything for us to please us. Yeah. What's, Joe, what, what what's the study? What was the? It was some kind reasoning? of scientific study where I guess they researched the intelligence of different animals and it found that between dogs, cats, um, what the fuck else? There was like even pigeons 
that dogs didn't have the capacity that whoever those other this, animals did. Whoever did this study is a fucking bunch of morons. So they can go fucking jump off a cliff. <laughs> Fuck them. Yeah, I and it, some of the re- replies to the original tweet were pretty funny. There was like um, that that meme of a bunch of cats like frantically typing on on computers. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're the ones that did the study. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's funny. But um, yeah, ba- basically, man's best friend is not that impressive, according to the study. I wonder what yeah, well, that- capacity was exactly they were judging. You said like intelligence and stuff like that. I mean, yeah. Let me see if I can. Well, you know, one of the things I've heard about dogs, and I'm not hugely a dog person or anything, but is is dogs are one of like extremely few species that will recognize um, nonverbal cues. They will uh, like looking. If you look at something, the dog will know you're looking at something. You could point at something, and the dog will know you're pointing at it. And humans get that, and dogs get that, and those are about the only two species that do. Yeah. Okay. So here, here's it says British psychologists found dogs to be unremarkable in their cognitive capabilities compared to wolves, cats, dolphins, chimpanzees, pigeons. Okay. Yeah. So, well, that's your that, that, that's your I first did, your first I did see the thing about dogs and wolves. You first I mean, clue these people are morons, or that they're British because the British are more inbred. Than the people in Eastern Kentucky. That's so that's your. <laughs> that, really that's your. About that's people. your first clue. Wow. It says bottlenose dolphins can follow hand signals better than dogs, and their sense of smell is no better than pigs. I don't. They're kind of like picking and choosing from other yeah. animals' Fuck best traits. Uh, yeah, I. I don't think it's surprising that there are smarter animals. Than- Dogs are an animal that's better at any given thing than a dog is, but the, let's just put it this way: dogs that, are the most well-rounded. Thing. Yeah. Well, basically, yeah. Dogs are literally like a custom-made companion species for humanity, yes. and that's not a coincidence. I mean, we built them out of wolves. It's uh, yeah. So there's no denying which might that be that's true. which might be why we're which might be why we think they're. Smarter, like you're saying, Richie. Oh, because we see ourselves our specific, in them. Yeah, it's just our specific right. manner. Yeah. Because we've 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 bred them to. Right. I guess maybe they don't have right. the capacity beyond that, but for what they're. Yeah. Yeah. Beep beep. Anyway, yeah. this I know one of the responses said this kind of bullshit is why people stop trusting scientists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think. True story. Anything we know in the past uh, past few years is being right uh, has nothing to do with whether the public will accept you or not. Right. Mm. All right, Dan, you're up. Uh, Miller, have you heard of? Have you ever heard of the documentary The Cove? It's about uh, overfishing, uh, specifically about sort of the Japanese demand for fish and seafood and their overfishing and tendencies but they like it's got a the end scene in it is like them slaughtering dolphins by by the hundreds or thousands in this cove so do you, do you give a fuck about overfishing or dolphin slaughter in particular uh, no i really don't give a fuck but <laughs> uh, at the same time i kind of do harsh. because i like dolphins 
it's just one of those things where I get what the Japanese culture is doing it for. But at the same time, I think they need to slow down just a hair. There you go. That's basically all I got on that one. Anyways, watch the cove. It's interesting. I don't think it's, I mean, I think it's slanted. Oh, I'm sure. You know, I think everyone has their own part. A lot of other countries have their own part in overfishing or unsustainable fishing practices. But All right, Richie, what do you got? All right, so on the off chance that anyone knows what I'm talking about, don't pipe in. Let me let me explain or let Miller react on his own. So I watch YouTube every once in a while, and one of the big things it keeps suggesting to me is there will be a video that says, like, best of tape face. And it will say tape face, like, like scotch tape. And it shows this picture of this guy with big wild eyes, and he's got a piece of electrical tape covering his mouth. And it just... And I see this suggested to me all the time. And I don't know who that is or how someone who's not talking would be funny. Have you heard of Tape uh, Face? Hello? Do you get uh, Can you hear me? You cut uh, out. You, you cut, cut out. out. And oh. no, uh, the, the description you gave sounds terrifying. So no, I don't give a fuck about Tape Face. Thank you. The guy permanently tapes his face shut. Me neither. But it won't stop uh, suggesting it to me. <laughs> So now that we've got through that, have you, not, have you watched? I have not watched it. I'm not interested oh, in watching it. I don't give tape a tape face. I have heard of tape face. I just see this thing. It, was and it, on... looks like, it looks like the least entertaining thumbnail and description that I've ever seen. And I'm just like, no, thank you. But it keeps getting pushed on me. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to click on that. <laughs> he has. He's one of those guys. He had. He had a bit on um, America's Got Talent, like so. He he's one of those acts on America's Got Talent that he's really he's really a one trick pony, and he only had like one act's worth of material to do. Okay. So his original act, his original act was interesting. It was kind of uh, his original act is is worth watching, but right. I don't I don't think he had anything else to do beyond that. Miller does not give a fuck. Yeah, see, Paul. I don't give a fuck about him, and I think I was just coming here for validation, just trying to just trying to get someone else to because YouTube apparently gives a huge fuck, and so neither Miller well, nor YouTube, I give a fuck. If they're a YouTube star, they're probably a fucking loser anyway. Yeah, it's true. He's not a he's not a YouTube star. He's like a, he's like a performance artist. Oh, uh, yeah, I got you. All right, I still don't give a fuck. That's I all I him. got. All right. Adios. I'm leaving. Bye. Good night, Miller. That's Miller. Miller is out. Yeah, fuck you, Dan. Bye. Miller but, does uh, not give that's... a fuck about the Will Milliken ad. No, he doesn't. Um, so that's it for the podcast this week, folks. Um, rate and review us on whatever you're listening to us on. Uh, next week's profile, we're going to try to get Avery on. Um, Let's see if we can do a little profile on him. So uh, keep an eye out for that next week. Check the Twitter for uh, next week's homework because we didn't, we haven't decided on that yet either. We'll Wait, what did you got? What you guys? What did you guys think of that? Um, the Summer Brown video that I sent out, suggested what? by our one of our top listeners, Rich Stewart. Summer Brown. Yeah, I sent a link in the chat today. I didn't see that. I haven't seen it yet. All right. We'll watch the link. Decide if that's what the homework is. It's. <laughs> it was suggested by one of our favorite listeners. Okay. 
Shout out to uh, our our uh, our top fan, our number one fan, Rich. Our number number one outside the league fan. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. I'm signing off too. Uh, the Chellis and the Fellas podcast was brought to you by Milliken's Tire and Lube. Every oil change comes with a free 36-point inspection. It's perfect. Yeah. Now for some premature ejaculations. Richie, there's going to be a lot of editing over. Yeah, probably. Did anybody did anybody prepare for Culver? No. <laughs> no. Not, not, not him personally, but does anybody know anything about <laughs> Culver? I hear stuff in the background of Culver. Oh, shit. Do we even have a... Joey, you said you wrote an ad or something, right? Well, you all were supposed to look at it and help yeah, punch yeah. it up. Yeah, they don't really do that. Thanks, oh. guys. Oh. Sorry. Raging teenage hormones giving you boners? <laughs> <laughs> One drink of wine. He had one drink of wine. The vino? What? The vino? The vino. I know you know about the vino. Is that where we used to go eat after the football games? (laughs) Yeah, that was the restaurant, but vino just means wine. The Chalice and the Phallus podcast was brought to you by Z-Quill. We're all on it. I need some (laughs) (laughs) A-Quill. Shut up! (laughs) <laughs> yeah, perfect. So I don't think Culver wants to do the pod the way. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you really didn't have a shot Jesus this week. What is all that noise? Culver, <laughs> did no, there was one other thing I was going to point out. I'm exhausted. What is it? This is all getting cut out. We're sit here and have to listen to Miller fucking try to remember. Yeah, no, he had this. We need an ad break. I don't think we have an ad prepared. Uh, no, we don't. And I forgot what my was. I had what have you been doing this whole time? Playing Pokemon.